Hello, friends. Welcome back for another grand episode of my AMA Ask Me Anything podcast. Today is going to be, I usually, you know, in my previous episodes I've done, I've answered a serious question and a not so serious question. So I'm wrapping those up into one today because after I kind of talked about my colonoscopy a couple weeks ago, I've got a lot of inquiries about that, about uh, how I prepped and how it was and all the things. So I'm sure you can go online. I'm sure you can find all the information about colonoscopies, but I thought I would share my experience with my prep Um, what I did, what I recommend if you've never had one before. Uh, I know quite a few people have had colonoscopies in the past and I'm sure you've had multiple. And so anything that you want to chime in, please message me on Instagram. I'd love to hear your input so I can share with anyone that might reach out after this episode. So like I said, had a colonoscopy a few weeks ago. Uh, I did do research online. I did get the prep instructions from my doctors and I did follow them to a T. I was a good patient and I will say there was just some things I just kept having questions about and discovered along the way. So hopefully, you know, maybe it'd be great if doctors could put a little bit of extra love into their instructions because I feel like we need a little bit more TLC in the prep process. Uh, (laughs) But that's why I'm, I'm coming forth and sharing just some tips and tricks. So first and foremost, number one is I do recommend not eating like shit prior to your colonoscopy. I feel like there's a lot of mindset of, hey, I'm going to get all cleaned out. So might as well just pile it all in a few days before, go out, you know, the weekend before and drink and eat and be merry and then just keep up the process until my colonoscopy. I don't recommend doing that because that's just going to make your process of cleansing more painful and more horrible. And so I took the mindset of kind of doing a low residue diet, just a low fiber diet two to three days before I really was like, okay, I think that's a good idea. So I ate mostly very um, soft proteins. I didn't eat any fruits and vegetables really at all. I, you know, would have some good probiotic food. So I had some yogurt, eggs, I didn't do anything that was cruciferous, you know, anything that was going to be like if you were on a bland diet. So that's what I focused on. And I do kind of recommend about three days before. So don't eat like shit unless you really want to be miserable when you start your prep. The other thing I think is really important is besides not eating like shit, make sure that you hydrate starting at least two, you know, two to three days before too. If you're not a good person who drinks water on a regular basis, or if you slug down coffee a lot, you know, I recommend really hydrating and really focusing on, you know, good balance of your minerals. So if you are someone that, you know, maybe you've cut back a lot on salt, you know, maybe put a little salt in your water just to help you hydrate. I don't think you should go drink gallons of Gatorade or, you know, any of those kind of drinks, but I think I just add a little pinch of salt to all my water prior two days, two to three days prior, just to kind of help with that electrolyte balance. And uh, I probably, I didn't overhydrate, but I did, I was much more mindful of my hydration to make sure I was hydrated and doing that during the process too. Next would be the prep. So the type of prep product that you use. Of course, this was my first time. I can't speak to the other prep options, but I did the Sure Prep, 
which was the, you know, six ounce bottle the night before and the six ounce bottle the day of. And I would highly recommend just based on the conversations that I had, that that's the way to go. Uh, if you pay out of pocket, it's about a hundred bucks. If you do have insurance, uh, it might be covered or some of it might be covered. My insurance graciously covered all of it. I will recommend if your insurance doesn't cover it or if you don't have insurance, utilize uh, pharmacy cards. Uh, VividRx is one of those that I'd recommend. It's a free card to you that will help you get discounts on your you know, prescriptions. And that goes for all your prescriptions if your insurance doesn't cover it or if you don't have insurance. So that would decrease the cost of the sure prep. So highly recommend VividRx, great product to use to help with decrease of cost. And the reason why is because what I've heard is, you know, drinking gallons and gallons or drinking a gallon of the prep might not be favorable for most people. Uh, I heard a lot of people do vomit it back up. I did hear someone like not love the sure prep, but I felt like the sure prep wasn't horrible. So you drink, you dump or you dump, you pour the sure prep into, they provide you with a cup. You have to have 16 ounces. And so the sure prep is only like, I think six to eight ounces. And then you add the rest to make it a, with water to make it a total of 16 ounces. And then you have to drink, you have to follow that by another 16 ounce glass of plain water. So I just feel like it tasted like really syrupy Sprite uh, that was kind of salty. And it was, I just got a straw and I just sucked it down like it was my job. So I did that, drank the water afterwards the night before. And, you know, as I was reading instructions, I'm like, well, how long is this going to take for, for it to kick in? So it said, oh, it would probably take anywhere from one hour to two hours for it to kick in. Well, since I was eating pretty well, pretty low residue, uh, two to three days before, it actually kicked in really fast. So I was talking to my significant other and I would say within like 20 minutes, it was kicked in. And so I was like, I gotta go right now. So <laughs> that was, and that was my, that was my experience. I'm sure that differs for a lot of people, but just beware, like it could start a lot sooner than an hour to two hours after you drink that. And then if you're drinking a little bit more water, you know, after the process, that could in increase it too. The other question I had that I was on, you know, the Googles trying to figure out is how long does it last? So <laughs> how long does the cleansing last after you drink that first uh, cup of the sure prep or that first dose of the sure prep? And for me, it lasted uh, at least two and a half hours that I was experiencing the cleansing. And so please make sure, again, probably before, even before you start this process, be home for all of this. Like, don't go plan on being somewhere else or don't start it somewhere else and then go home. Just be home. Like, be home. I was like, I'm going to be home all day just because I was like, I just got to prepare mentally for this and with my nutrition. So definitely be home. Definitely think about at least two to three hours cleansing after the first dose and, you know, when you think about scheduling your colonoscopy, I would schedule it and maybe that should have been number one too. I did mine at like 1030 in the morning, which I highly recommend uh, anything after 10 a.m. So you don't have to wake up in the middle of the night to start your next prep dose. 
And so I could start my prep dose at 6 p.m. So then I was in bed by my normal bedtime, which is about nine, and I was perfectly fine. And someone did ask, did you have to wake up in the middle of the night? I didn't at all, so I was great. So that was perfect, I still got a good night's sleep. And then I woke up the next morning, and my instructions were to start the second dose three hours before my appointment time, which I was concerned because my last cleanse took three hours. And so I was like, I think I wanna start this a little bit earlier. So if your instructions say three hours before, I would start it about four to five hours before just to make sure you're good to go when you get to the colonoscopy center. So you're not worried about having to jump off the bed and go to the bathroom prior to your procedure. So I started at about 6 a.m. My appointment, like I said, was at like 10.30. And again, second dose, same thing. You just pour it, have the 16 ounce total, have another plain glass of um, plain water. I did have some broth during that time with a little bit of sodium because I wanted to keep my electrolytes good. And then you have to stop drinking any liquids about two hours prior to your procedure. So I made sure I drank liquids before I stopped drinking. Again, it kicked in about 20 minutes. <laughs> it's ready to go. And, uh, so that's kind of like, again, it lasted probably the second time a lot less. It lasted for about an hour, hour and a half. But of course, I was glad I started it earlier than later. So highly recommend that for sure. So also, a um, couple things about the cleansing process. You definitely want to make sure you have some supplies on hand for that process. <laughs> so I was not... I was probably not very prepared. I thought I would be, but I was not. But you have to think about like you're going, it's like having, you know, you're, it's like having the stomach flu. You're going to be in the bathroom a lot. And so the experiences that you have in the bathroom after you have the stomach flu, you know that things get tender, they get raw, they don't feel good after multiple trips to the bathroom. And so I didn't quite think of that when I was getting ready. I did make sure I had plenty of toilet paper in the bathroom. Um, I did make sure I had some wipes as well, which I definitely recommend, you know, low fragrance or no fragrance, nothing, maybe some aloe in your wipes, but nothing with um, alcohol. I mean, nothing that would irritate your skin more. So I found a, you know, very a sensitive skin wipe that had aloe in it with no alcohol. So then that would be helpful in the process to kind of help cool the area and make it less tender. The other thing that I wish I would have thought of before, and thank God I had some on hand, but I very much recommend an ointment for your bottom. So I, I, again, this is like just my experience and maybe I'm a sensitive flower, but <laughs> I think it's so important to have an ointment and start applying it right away to help keep that skin barrier intact because it easily gets wrecked really fast. And you can't use desitin, so don't get like your baby stuff or don't get any baby ointment. I recommend like a Vaseline or an uh, Aquaphor. That's what I actually had on hand, which worked really, really well. I did not start that though until mid process of the first dose. And by then everything was already starting to hurt, but it did help 
with the pain and it helped, you know, with the skin barrier. So again, I would start that from the start. So the minute you have your first run to the restroom, definitely you could even do it before. Put Aquaphor, Vaseline, just smear it all over because that's going to help. And then every time you go to the bathroom, definitely put another layer. So just keep reapplying. So get a big thing of Vaseline or get a big thing of Aquaphor to make it less painful. I also recommend, um, again, having water, have a little salt in it during the process because that'll be good just to keep you hydrated. And I do recommend, um, or bo like bone broth or a broth is a great thing to have too. I do recommend not exercising the day of your procedure just because you don't want to get more dehydrated than you might already be from the cleansing process. And when you get to the center, obviously you have to bring your your colonoscopy buddy, which I brought a very close friend of mine because he was available that day. And uh, just don't be nervous because it'll be fine. They are, they're so great. They all know it's just not a fun process. And I never felt more comfortable the place where I went. It was, I mean, a very lovely experience, I have to say. The one thing that I didn't know when I got there is kind of the process. I do, I didn't know there was going to be an IV because that's how they administer the anesthesia. But I didn't know that I was going to um, get oxygen. So I've never had oxygen before. I've never really had an IV before. I've had it one time and I was in college and I was really, really sick. But I didn't remember that process. And I will say I started feeling loopy the minute that I started taking the oxygen in and the IV fluid. So again, I don't know if I'm a sensitive, I'm a very sensitive flower, but I mean, I started feeling kind of goofy then just because I was getting pumped full of IV fluids and I was getting pumped full of oxygen. So that was lovely. Uh, so I, I definitely enjoyed that. I also didn't realize, you know, how quick when you got into the colonoscopy room, how, how quick you'd be knocked out. So I was thinking, oh, it'll take a little time or whatever. And I basically went in there and the doctor, she came in before and introduced herself, but then she came in again and she kind of started chatting with me about a few things. And the nurse was there and they said, turn over on your left-hand side. And then that's all I remember. So they had already started pumping in the anesthesia and I was out like a light and I woke up in the the exam room afterwards and then my friend was there which I'm so glad he was there because they do offer if you want them to be there or not they will you know let them in there after you get back just because the doctor will come in and tell you what your results are and they say that you will be coherent obviously you're awake but you won't remember anything that happened and I can vouch for that. They, I remember the doctor coming in, but I don't remember what she told me. I don't remember what she said. And of course, they you know, tell your friend that comes with you or your partner that comes with you all the things that they said to me. They're hearing the same thing. And they also give you a little handout with your results. But my friend was like, hey, she was really good. She was registering. You were registering. You were like making comments. You're like, I feel great. And I don't remember any of that. Um, I also don't remember <laughs> getting wheeled. I don't, I kind of remember getting into a wheelchair and being wheeled out into the parking lot. I don't remember getting dressed. I don't remember getting into the vehicle. I do remember getting home 
And my friend is like, do you need anything? And I said, no, I think I'm good. Um, and then I went upstairs and I took a nap. So another thing that kind of gets brought up is, will you be hungry when you're done? Will you be able to go out and eat lunch? Will you be able to do all the things? And no, I don't recommend that. Uh, I would recommend going home and going to bed and taking a good, delightful two to three hour nap because then you'll feel much better. I apparently woke up in... I don't know when, but I went downstairs. My bedroom's upstairs. I went downstairs and I must have whipped up some food because I didn't really remember what I was doing until the next day. So I was upstairs. I took a nap. I remember talking to my mother later that evening and my man friend. I know the guy that my friend that took me, he texted me to check in on me and I, I responded back, back to him but when I woke up the next morning and went along with my day, I had apparently I went downstairs and I apparently had whipped up um, some eggs and some tots in the air fryer. And I don't remember any of that. So again, I do recommend going home. I probably would recommend having someone with you just in case, just in case you don't know how you react to anesthesia, which obviously I did not remember that. The last time I had anesthesia was when I had my wisdom teeth out in college so many moons ago and apparently I don't do well with anesthesia I get a little goofy and I don't remember a lot of things uh, but at least I eat the right foods I kind of in my mind I was thinking okay before I had left for my colonoscopy that I would want to eat some soft foods when I got back from my colonoscopy again going back to number the beginning of my conversation is don't eat light shit after your colonoscopy Remember, your gut is completely wiped out. Your microbiome is probably a little disrupted as well, because obviously think about that. So uh, I think it's really important to eat low fiber foods, again, low residue foods after you have a colonoscopy and think about repopulating your gut with some fermented foods. So I also had some yogurt the whole week after. I had some sauerkraut. Uh, trying, I slowly got back into my fruits and vegetables, but that first day after, I really kind of stuck to yogurt and some soft foods. So don't eat like shit. Give yourself a few days. And then finally, um, I, again, like I mentioned just a little bit ago, I didn't really know how anesthesia would affect me. And it affected me for about four days till I think I got it all out of my system. I probably, I did my colonoscopy on a Thursday and I probably should have just stayed home for the weekend and didn't do much because I felt kind of dizzy. I felt like my equilibrium was off. Um, I kind of was a little bit nauseous. So I just didn't feel good. And I think that I probably should have just not done anything. But I, I went and did a whole bunch of things that weekend. I also highly recommend not drinking alcohol until you feel like the anesthesia is out of your system. Just like not eating like shit, don't drink alcohol. That would be a good plan. So you don't kind of just make yourself wackier than you already are. And of course, hydrate, 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 hydrate after you've had a colonoscopy. And then finally, just do it. Do a colonoscopy. I know it's not glamorous. I know none of my tips were probably very glamorous, but do it. I don't have to go back for 10 years. I, I feel a lot less stressed. I was nervous about the process, but 
I'm so glad I did it. And I'm so glad that I'm able to have this platform to share my tips and tricks. So if you have any questions, I'm happy to answer them. No hold barred. I mean, I didn't get into dirty details, but we don't need to because we know exactly what's happening. But reach out, happy to chat about it. And thanks for listening to my colonoscopy chat on this month's AMA.